Rube in episode 85 of Viking 360. We dive into spring sports and we also wrap up the 2021 winter sports season. I had a chance to sit down with Lady Viking head coach John Kennedy as he wrapped up this season and looked forward to next season with his young Lady Viking team. I also spoke with Viking head coach of the baseball team, Shane Casto, about getting back on the diamond here this week. Rube, what'd you have? Well, we sort of had a double play with Coach Castro there. Uh, You talked about the season, and and then I talked about the outstanding results from from game one as they went to Parkersburg and came away with a big win. I also uh, talked with Nate Cox. Uh, He is the 27th uh, state wrestling champion in the history of uh, Ripley High School. I spoke with uh, Mandy Sansbury. She's a uh, Ripley High graduate who's getting her team ready for hopefully a softball, a collegiate softball conference championship. So it should be a good episode. He stood atop the winner's stand of the West Virginia Class AAA State Wrestling Tournament. Mike Rubin talks with Ripley High's recently crowned state champion. There have been 27 state wrestling champions walk the halls of Ripley High School, and the 27th is none other than Nate Cox. Nate, congratulations on winning a state title. Thank you. And uh, you wrestled at 113 pounds, and I know for some wrestlers it's it's a pretty... Uh, grueling aspect to maintain their weight throughout the season so uh, how was that for you maintaining uh, that 113 weight um i've struggled with it in the past but um after not making weight at states last year i got a lot better this year and um going into the state tournament i actually did really good so so you win the state championship and uh did you go out and, and celebrate with a big meal, or what? how did you uh, celebrate the championship? Uh, yeah, I went out with my family and ate, and the team went out with me and ate, so I've had plenty of good meals since then. <laughs> so if you had to guess, Nate, what would you say that you weigh uh, as we speak? What would you say your weight is right now? Probably about 126, <laughs> around in there. So you put on about 10 pounds in a couple of days. Let's go back to the, uh, yeah. the state tournament. You had to win a state championship in West Virginia. You have to win four matches in two days, and that's that's just what you did. You started off uh, with a pin, and, and you would have been uh, favored in that opening match. But just kind of walk me through the bracket for uh, for you down in Huntington. Uh, yeah, my quarterfinal match. I had uh, somebody that I had wrestled in the past a couple times from John Marshall. And uh, I think I beat him 7 to nothing. And then I had a returning placer in the semifinals. And I also I pinned him. And uh, he was pretty good, but this match was definitely my finals match. And a familiar opponent in the championship bout. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, we. he beat me early in the season by one point. And then I, fa- I, I faced him at, uh, for the regional championship. And I won in overtime. So we definitely knew how each other wrestled, and that just made it that much tougher to win it. Nate, having defeated him in overtime uh, during the regional tournament, do you believe that gave you 
a a mental edge uh, when you went into to the um, the state tournament finals once it went into overtime. Uh, yeah, I uh, I've never done it before, and I could definitely do it again. So I was just ready to go when it went into overtime. Nate, the um, the Huntington Herald Dispatch had some neat uh, photos of, of not only your championship match, but they had uh, some some pictures of your Viking teammates uh, cheering you on in that championship uh, bout. Uh, I guess that had to be. Uh, did you know they were doing that at the time? Or were you totally concentrating on the mat? Uh, what what's the situation there? Um. I was pretty concentrated on the match. I know after the match, they all ran over and we had a big team group hug, and it was one of definitely one of my favorite parts of winning the uh, finals was just being celebrating with the team, and they were really happy for me. And I honestly couldn't have done it without any of them. So, well, that's great, Nate, and congratulations on. Winning a state championship, what a great way to uh, to wrap up your senior season of wrestling for Ripley High School. Congratulations. Thank you. Viking senior Luke Miller also placed in the tournament. He took fifth place in the 132-pound weight class. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. Her team just completed an impressive regular season. Now Ripley grad Mandy Sansbury sets her sights on winning a conference tournament. She's a 2001 graduate of Ripley High School and the head softball coach at the University of Mount Olive down in North Carolina. Mandy Sansbury, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And the Trojans are coming off a solid season. Tell us about the, uh, the year that you had there uh, in uh, softball. So we just actually wrapped up our regular season. Um, we ended up finishing... Second in the conference, we were one game shy of tying for regular season um, champions, but unfortunately, we had some injuries that kind of um, plagued us throughout the year. My number one pitcher went down with an injury, missed quite a few games, and uh, our leadoff hitter, starting left fielder, went down with an injury at the end of the year, so um, kind of uh, hurt us a little bit at the end, but... We did. We had a really good season, and so we're going to the conference tournament with the number two seed and just looking out, looking to finish so strong and hopefully have a good showing in the conference tournament. And Mandy, I understand a regular season record of 21-13, and 13, including a 14-6 and 6 mark in the Carolinas conference that you, that you spoke of. Uh, how tough is that conference? Is it very competitive down there? Yeah, it is a competitive conference, and this year, you know, top to bottom, we were we were extremely competitive at any day. Anyone can beat anyone, and so I think, um, you know, it really shows from the time that I've gotten down here, which was seven years ago, um, you know, we, we would have teams that, you know, you kind of knew going into the, 
the games that you were you were going to be able to beat. And um, since I've gotten here, this conference has really grown and um, just really gotten stronger. So it, it's nice to see because it really gives us um, more recognition in the region and, and starting to grow in the nation. And Mandy, it looks like you had a pretty good offensive team this year, despite the injuries that you spoke of. Uh, I saw where you had a, a 340 team batting average, including uh, four of the top ten hitters in your conference. That's pretty strong. Yeah, actually, uh, we managed to break the school record for batting average. Um, one of my freshmen ended up bring, uh, breaking the um, single-season batting average record. So we did. We had a really strong offensive year, so that's really exciting. And we're very young. Um, we only have two seniors. So I think it's really exciting not only for this year but for um, the, the years to come. And Mandy, you have a strong background in softball, including uh, not only your time at Ripley High, but uh, played up at West Virginia Wesleyan and did a little coaching up at Glenville State College. And as you mentioned, have been at the school in Carolina there for a few years now. Now, as a collegiate coach, tell me, what is it that you look for in a recruit? Uh, who do you want to join uh, the Trojan softball program there? I think the biggest thing other than, you know, obviously them being a strong athlete is I look for character. Um, I want someone that's going to respect themselves and respect their teammates, respect their coaches, and respect the game more so than anything. Uh, I think one of the things I'm really pleased with my team this year is just being gritty. Um Sometimes it doesn't have to be pretty, but it does need to be pretty. And I think anyone that, you know, watched me play would definitely say that that's something that I love. You know, I, I told my girls that I would probably rather people say that, that I was pretty than talented. And so um, I think that, that's one of the biggest things that I look for is just someone that's, you know, willing to take a ball in the mouth if that's what it means needs to happen to win and so um definitely definitely people that are ready to get down and dirty and just um fight till the bitter end and um you know strong strong academic people so just overall good good quality people and, and character and i think you know if you have a good good foundation um it's gonna it's gonna build overall into the, the athletic growth as well Mandy Sansbury, congratulations on a strong season at the University of Mount Olive, and good luck in the conference tournament this so week. Much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Lady Vikings softball is off to a 5-0 start this season. Ripley has scored in double figures in four of their five victories. Coach Ken Swisher's team is scheduled to host Winfield on Friday evening. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more.
A former All-State shortstop at Ripley High, coach Shane Casto has been at the helm of Viking baseball for more than a decade. He talks with Brian Johnson about the prospects for 2021. So it's been, what, 22 months since, a, uh, since your team's taken the diamond? It's been a long time. <laughs> I've kind of quit counting. <laughs> <laughs> what's it, it going to feel like, man? You're back on out on the, the uh, field Thursday night at Parkersburg uh, because – of course, your home opener, which was Wednesday night in late April, gets snowed out. So, <laughs> you know, it only makes sense, right? Right, yeah. With this with this whole COVID stuff, nothing surprises me anymore. Um, you know, it, it's going to be um, – you know, I was thinking, you know, get lineups and stuff together for tonight. And it's it, it's been so long. I don't want to say I've forgotten how to do it, but – I felt like I was really rushed and, oh my gosh, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. Cause I, I'm, when it comes to stuff like this, I'm pretty organized and, you know, way in a routine, you know, so to speak that I, that I kind of do, do things in. And it was, uh, it's a little different. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy saying that, you know, I've done this so long now and, but it, it's, I, I don't know if you want to say, I don't, I don't like to use the term jitters, but anxiousness, um, you know, to, to get going and, you know, seeing if the, the pieces of the puzzle, see if we put it together correctly tonight. Um, you know, if not, we go back to the drawing board and try to put it together a different way tomorrow. And um, just having, you know, we pretty much have three freshman classes and, you know, a small junior class with only two players, a sophomore class that had 10 practices last year. And then of course a freshman class and, so we, I don't want to say we don't know what we have, but as far as varsity experience goes, we really don't know what we have with a lot of the guys. Uh, so we're going to be moving guys in and out and trying different things. And um, it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. And, you know, just a, a chess match every pitch, so to speak. Well, with wrestling and basketball just coming to a close, you got about half of your roster back. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing. But – they haven't practiced. So right. like you said, there's going to be some rust. They, you know, they've been able to come down, um, coach Parsons, coach Smith, you know, we worked it out prior to their seasons getting started. You know, they'll come down, you know, 30 to 40, 45 minutes or so certain days of the week. Um, you know, if they have a game, of course they don't come down. Um, but you know, we're trying to hurry and get those guys try to get their arms in shape and, try to get some timing in, but we've actually only had one practice where we've had our entire team together for, you know, two, two and a half hours, you know, a real practice. And so, you know, it, it'll be, um, there may be some growing pains, you know, along the way for, you know, this, this pitching rotation may not work or this defensive sub may not work or this pitch hitter, you know, in this situation may not work, but, you know, we'll get it all figured out. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm excited to see what we have. You know, it's it's a pretty much a brand new team um, from two years ago, with the exception of a couple players, and uh, so it'll be fun. You know, baseball is not a game like football where you're in there bashing heads and you can wear out a lot of energy really quickly. Having said that, with your team, you know they're going to be amped. You know oh, yeah. they're going to be so excited to be out there. How do you manage those emotions, especially for your starting pitcher? It's, uh, you know, we try to let our, you know, speaking of pitch, we try to let our starter know the day before. Um, so that way, you know, he can, he can do what he needs to do to get his mind right and visualize at bats and pitches and 
Um, you know, if he needs to go out and, and tinker with a curveball or a changeup or a grip or something like that, he's got a little bit of time to. Um, but it'll be, uh, you know, everyone kind of gets ready a different way. You know, like you were saying with football, it's a little different. It's more mental than it is physical with baseball. And, you know, we'll get them up there and there'll be a JV game prior to the varsity. And you know, so they'll have some time to get some swings in to calm themselves down. And, and we kind of, I'll, I'll give them a set, you know, schedule to kind of go by, but also in there, give them a little bit of downtime too, to where they can gather themselves and everyone's different. You know, some may like to just kind of chill and maybe doze off for a few minutes or listen to music or some are kind of loose and, and we kind of just, let them be their, their themselves and not try to be something that they're not. Um, you know, we've done that before in the past and it's really come back to bite us in the hind end. And, and so we've just kind of learned to let them be themselves and, and whatever they got to do to get themselves ready and, and go with, you know, go from there. And, and if we find out that they're a little bit too obnoxious or something like that, you know, we may have to calm them down a little bit tonight. Like you said, it's been 22 months and, you know, we've got new guys and guys that have never been, in the varsity game before. And so it, it could be a barrel of emotions tonight and, and anxiousness and maybe some nerves. And uh, so we, we may have to learn, you know, some things ourselves tonight and, and kind of see, you know, learn from our mistakes or, or see what we do well and get ourselves ready for, you know, rest of the season. Coach, tell me uh, what you expect out of your team this year. You're, you're a guy who, who builds a pretty tough schedule. Uh, you make no bones about that. Your regular season is very difficult. Uh, you worry less about what your record is through the regular season and more about what you're able to do come sectional time. Uh, you got a fairly young team. Tell me what you expect. Um, I, you know, I think we're pretty athletic in some spots. I think we're veteran in some spots. Um, I think pitching probably right now, if I had to say, was our strong point, um, you know, with Davis and Andrew Manley and Gage Songer, you know, those guys have been on the mound quite a bit for us over the years. And so I'm pretty pleased with that. Um, you know, we've got some guys that, you know, want, now that we've got everyone back, we've got guys that uh, – some guys in spots that can run. Um, you know, I think we're going to hit. Um, defense, you know, I, if we can make routine plays, we're going to be fine. Uh, it, it's – again, I, I think we're going to be a, a barrel of energy, really, and I think we could take advantage of some teams' mistakes with certain guys being able to run the bases and take that extra base and, and put pressure on people and – you know, that's kind of what we've always done anyway. And, you know, I don't expect anything different from this bunch. It just may take us with with uh, not being able to have everyone the entire time. It may take us a little while to get that camaraderie and, and that trust in each other, uh, so to speak, to where they know what each other's strengths and weaknesses are. But, you know, I think I think we have the ability. We can put a pretty exciting team on the field. Well, you're going to find out uh, tonight, and uh, we wish you best of luck, man. Good luck tonight. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Uh, we'll be there Friday night. Excited to, to be back and be a part of Viking baseball. Appreciate it, Brian. Thanks for having us and uh, everything you guys do for, for us and, and the other programs and the kids. This is, it's great. The Vikings got things started with a 10-run mercy rule victory over the Parkersburg Big Reds. Hey, everybody likes to get off on the right foot, and Viking Baseball certainly did that uh, on uh, Thursday with a 15-4 victory at Parkersburg High. We're talking with Coach Shane Casto. Coach, good win to start off the season. Oh, yeah, very good win. Uh, you know, to go, that's a tough place to play to go up there. And, 
play one of the biggest schools in the state and uh, go out and, uh, you know, kind of got a little late start compared to uh, some of the other schools around us, but uh, able to get out there and uh, get a good win right off the bat. And let's talk uh, offensively. Uh, ten hits in the game, including uh, uh, three from Caden Hall with three RBIs and Cameron Patterson with two hits and four runs batted in. Yeah, those two guys had a really good night. Um, starting ball up pretty well, and you know they hit in the three hole and the or I'm sorry, the four hole and stop all four. So it's good. Uh, those guys be able to knock runs in, which is a good time at the top of the order to get their job and get on base. And uh, you know it was just a good night all the way around. Uh, you know, put the ball in play. I think they walked us quite a few times, fourteen, I believe, and hit us a couple times too. So you know that was good. You know them getting up sixteen free bases and being able to take advantage of it. And uh, come out and win. And on the other hand, uh, our pitcher um, Andrew Manley uh, came off the wrestling season and uh, picked up right off, right where he might have left off had we had a season last year. But anyway, uh, six strikeouts and one walk uh, over four innings. Yeah, it was, that was really good for Andrew. You know, we were hoping that's what we would get out of him. He, the little bit of time he has been able to come to practice with us, and uh, you know, do the wrestling season, and we get him in the bullpen and try to throw some. A little bit of live action on the mound in practice, and, and that's exactly what he's done for us so far. So we were, we were glad to see that he carried over practice to the game and get us good, uh, good four uh, quality innings out of him and uh, pound the strike zone, you know, only walk with one guy, uh, striking out six. That, that was huge for us, and uh, really, really happy with his performance. All right, Coach, you got Point Pleasant on Friday and then a big week uh, next week with seven games, I believe it is, uh, as long as uh, weather is permitting. Yeah, uh, Point Pleasant, you know, we're, the years that I've been, I think it's year 11 now, and it always seems to be a dogfight with them. Um, you know, they're gritty, tough kids, and uh, they're going to come up here and try to knock that stuff, and we'll get their best ever. That's the what we want. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll have our hands full tonight with Point, and, uh, you know, Coach Blaine does a great top for us kids, and, um, you know, they play hard, and they, like I said, gritty and tough, and not afraid to get dirty and take one off the chest and, you know, take a hit by pitch, you know, just doing the little things. And, and then next week, uh, it'd be, uh, the, the, I don't even know the word to use. I hate to put this from here on out. So, uh, you know, trying to get everything, get all the games in, get everything done that we want to do and play who we want to play and, and get us ready for the postseason. And, and it starts, well, started last night, but it really starts next week playing about every day. All right. Great start, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks, bye. Hey, fans. Check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel made right here in Ripley. The 2021 season didn't end the way he had wanted, but he knows this young team will only improve as we look forward to next year. Here's Lady Viking coach John Kennedy. Coach, talk about the challenges of this year, uh, the majority of those coming off the court with all the COVID uh, situation that was uh, you were dealing with within your locker room and then also uh, with your opponents. Um, how diligent you had to be making sure that, uh, you know, everyone kept everything clean and, and protected themselves and protected each other. Um, you guys did a fantastic job of doing that, but talk a little bit about the challenges of, of facing that every day. 
yeah, it was uh, a headache uh, to say the least. Uh, every day after practice, Coach Parsons and I, whoever was the, the last one of the day, we I called it the uh, proton pack off the Ghostbusters is what it looked like. You had a wand and you flipped a switch and it sprayed out uh, this chemical and you had to sanitize the, the balls every, every day, the locker rooms, their lockers. Uh, you had to try to keep the kids uh, in pods as, as much as you could. Um, and then when you got into, you know, season, you know, you only had a, a day, maybe two at the most uh, to practice and to try to fix the things that you needed to. And unlike a normal season, you didn't get uh, all the practice time before games. Uh, and I know I sound like I'm complaining, but I, I, I am thankful. It was just an extremely tough situation for coaches, for players. We were lucky that uh, we didn't get quarantined. Um, we lost a couple other games in a season uh, that were late that I think could have helped us, um, you know, in that in that Winfield game to where we could have worked on a couple more things. But it, it is what it is. We made the best of it. Um, and we're already, you know, looking forward to next season and – on the bright side of things, uh, we've got some girls already back in the gym getting shots up. Coach, you talk about focusing on next year, and as you closed out 2021, you faced a really good Winfield team that got better as the year went on and had a chance to chat with Coach Williams after that game. And he feels like uh, Ripley and, and Winfield may be a, a budding rivalry and, and a, a two teams that are going to end up facing each other quite a bit here over the next two seasons with two really young basketball teams. Yeah, uh, I told the girls before the game and uh, days leading up to it, I said, girls, it's extremely hard to beat a, beat a team three times in one season. I said, uh, you know, we just played them. They're a lot better than what they were earlier in the season. I said, but, you know, we've got them twice. Uh, I like our chances. And uh, it was one of those nights where, you know, we got – quite a few more shot opportunities than what they did or we just didn't get them to fall. And, you know, you're going to have those games. You just hate to have them the last game of the season. Um, but coach Williams is exactly right. I can see us in Winfield uh, for the next couple seasons, you know, battling out for the sectional championship. Uh, Nitro loses Bailey Goins this year. Uh, they're going to kind of be in a rebuilding mode, so to say a little bit. Um, Point Pleasant, uh, they got better as season went along. Uh, we definitely can't take them lightly. But I think the, the top two in our section is definitely going to be us and Winfield over the next two or three years. You got a good young team coming back. You said they're in uh, already getting shots up, uh, looking forward to next year. What, what are some areas of concern that you would like to see? I'd like to see. Uh, something that will get them ready for next year? Well, one thing that uh, Coach Allen and I have talked about all season long is our lateral quit quickness. Um, as far as on-ball defense, the, the girls are wanting to, you know, cross their feet uh, instead of sliding. And, and Coach Allen does a, an amazing job in the offseason as far as agility goes and in a, the weight room. Um you know, I'm very fortunate to have him on our staff. He's got a master's degree in that stuff and is a certified personal trainer. And 
I just told Coach, hey, you know more than I do. I trust <laughs> you. Go for it. And, and he does a, a great job. So so lateral quickness is one of the huge emphasis in the offseason. Uh, we've got to be get better at handling ball pressure. I didn't think we handled that very well. Um, and then, you know, simple things, you know, coming off screens, uh, not allowing separation between you and uh, the screener. There's way too many times this year that we, we just screened air. Just plain out simple. Uh, we didn't make contact with those girls. And then we've got to get, be more consistent uh, game in and game out on, on knocking down shots. Uh, there's a handful of games there where uh, we were in uh, defensively against some really, really good teams this year and just couldn't put the ball in the hole. So, Coach Online, we've got uh, quite a few things there that, that we're going to focus on, and he's definitely going to focus on getting these young girls a lot stronger, uh, which will give them a lot more confidence finishing at the rim, uh, taking those mid-range shots, and as well helping them out front with uh, their three-point shot. Coach, who do you think is the player on your roster uh, that played this year that, that could take the biggest leap next year? Uh, when I look at it, uh, we know how good McKinnon is, and, and I think you're only going to see her get better and better. Uh, Sophie gets stronger uh, and is able to knock down that, that shot a little more uh, consistently from the perimeter. You could see her take a big leap. Who, who would be the girl that, that uh, you think and probably will take the biggest jump? Uh, whew. there's, there's a couple of them that I'm, uh, expecting big things from in the off season. Uh, Sophie definitely needs to get a little bit stronger and it, you know, it's, it's tough being a girl. Uh, girls are always worried about their appearance, but what, uh, these girls need to understand is that by getting in the weight room, uh, adding on good muscle, um, uh, just, helps them out so much um, in their all-around game. Um, Sophie's going to take strides. Uh, Mac, uh, there's some little things we've got to uh, tweak on her with uh, her finishing at the rim uh, and getting her a little bit more confidence, uh, pulling up and shooting at mid-range. Um, I look for Ellie Haas look to put some work in there this offseason and see her knocking down some threes and mid-range shots for us. Uh, Aaron Ryan, is uh, is another one that I could see, you know, taking big strides in the off season along with Olivia Greathouse. Um, Olivia's got a, a got a solid shot on her, and I I look for her to improve right along with Aaron. And uh, you know, be nice to uh, and I think Morgan Shanklin will get in the gym and work. Uh, she, she her arms are very deceiving and her quicknesses and she got a lot of deflections and, you know, stole the ball quite a few times, created some havoc on the, on the ball handler this year. So, you know, with this young team, I'm expecting them to uh, get in there and work in the off season. And, you know, I didn't mention Corbin Casto, but uh, she's playing um, on travel team and, and she's only going to get better. Uh, and she just needs to spend some time with the, with Coach Allen and myself, with along with the other girls, uh, in the weight room, working on their, their foot speed, and and then trying to fix the little things that we need to to uh, you know make a run next year. 
How exciting is it for you to know that you have this roster for a couple of years? Oh, my goodness. Uh, reminds me the first year I took over, uh, I think I started, I think it was three freshmen. I think it was Lexi, Presley, and Maggie. And it, it was a little frustrating at times that first <laughs> year, uh, just like this year. But, you know, I've got a smile on my face thinking about, you know, what's to come in the next two or three years with these, with these young ladies. Coach, as always, thanks for the time this year. Congratulations on a great year, and uh, we look forward to, to bigger things in uh, the future for the Lady Vikes. Absolutely. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate everything you guys did for, for the girls this year, uh, and Rube and Jeff at C98. And uh, give a shout-out there to the Mountaintop Media there, Jeffrey McCoy and, and his whole crew there for putting on a, a show for – the fans that, that couldn't make it, that was uh, an awesome experience for everybody to see those girls on film and, and have it live streamed. I appreciate all of you. And the Viking boys team lost to Nitro on Wednesday night, 60-42 to 42, to cap their season. That was in the sectional tournament. Next week, we'll sit down with head coach Luke Parsons. We'll get his thoughts on the 2021 season and his forecast as he looks ahead to 2022 with his young basketball team. That'll do it for episode 86 of Viking 360. As always, thanks for listening. And be sure to support our sponsors, Swift Tees and Mountaintop Media. Until next week, we'll see you around. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.